right. What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? This is Dave Villa. This is Game Changer Sales Cats. It's Monday. It's January 16th. I am so fired up. I'm so excited and uh, glad to come to you guys today for another, I think this is like 17, 17th episode, somewhere close to that, like 16, 17, 18 episode of Game Changer. Thanks for listening and uh, thanks for paying attention. And I know this is an important year, an important month, and an important season Guys, for for uh, whether or not we're going to make it to the next level, because look, I, my experience is when you when you want to finish strong, you got to start fast. When you want to finish strong, as you do in the year of 2017 in January, then you need to start off fast. And uh, so we're going to talk about that. I want to talk to you guys about about how to get out of a sales slump. Now you go, Dave. You know, I'm not in a sales slump. I had the best week. Of, of, of 2017, I had the best week in a long time. Oh, you know what? This is starting off as the best month, you know, uh, more better than any month I had last year. Or, hey, Dave, this so far is starting off as the best year than of any of the most recent years that I can remember. Great. Well, then this is what I want to talk to you about. Not only getting out of a sales slump, but I want to talk to you about how to avoid a sales slump. Because my, my experience is if you've been in sales for any lengthy period of time that you're going to or you have been, or you will be in a sales slump. But I'm going to tell you, are, are you saying, Dave, that you could actually avoid them altogether? Yes, I am. And, well, wait a second. You're, you're telling me that there's never going to be a bad day, never going to be a bad week, never going to be a bad month. No, I'm not telling you that. What I am telling you is you could avoid the slump. And let me give you an example of what I mean. Today, I've been in sales professionally for slightly over 20 years. And today, today, if I have a bad day or a bad week with regards to sales, today my valley or my low point is equal to the mountains of yesterday, meaning that they're not a slump. They're just an off day. They're just an off week. I don't allow myself to get into a slump. And here's, here's how I, how do you do that? Are you above the fray? Are you above a slump? No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. Matter of fact, I don't trust myself to not get into sales slumps or to not remember where they are or to forget where they are. So I put reminders. I put, I put up landmarks. Let me give you an example. I'm going to use an analogy. If you're, you know, I have a boat and, and, and if I go out in the bay on my boat, I, I pretty much learned the Tampa Bay area. So I know where to go. I know where the ground is shallow, you know, even outside of the markers, I know what to avoid. I know where to go. I've learned the terrain, but, but let's just say I didn't. You know, and, and or how I did learn the terrain, and that is by experiencing shallow and deep water. I've got to keep my boat in about four foot of water, so I have a depth finder on my boat, and I'm driving along, and I know that if I get into certain places that I don't that I don't belong, you know, then I'm in trouble. I might get stuck, or I may bottom out, or I may get to a place where you know I've got I've got to back myself out and take time, which takes away from the purpose of me being out there, whether I'm fishing or just want to have fun or take some friends out or whatever. So let's look at that. So if I don't want to get to those places and and and, and, and experience those places that I've been before maybe multiple times and I'm going to place landmarks or signs. I'm going to go back a mile and I'm going to put a sign and nail it into the ground and say, Dave, don't go there because that's a slump. That's Slumpville. <laughs> that's Slumpville. You don't want to go to Slumpville, man. That, 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 that sucks, right? Slumpville sucks. How many would agree that slumps suck, right? Hey, somebody pointed out this morning, and I want to point out to you this. 
You're never, listen, the good news, if you're in a sales slump, I want you to raise your hand. I, I, right now, just if you're watching out there, just, just do it for you. Just go like this. Look around and be like, no one knows what you're raising your hand for. Just go like this. Go, like, hey, I'm in it. Right? Raise your hand. Listen, if you're in a sales slump, here's the deal. I got some good news for you. You want some good news? Nobody, nobody, you're not going to ever tell somebody they're in a slump unless they were great, unless they're wonderful. I want to say that again. Nobody can be in a slump unless they are good at what they do. Let me give you an example. Okay, your favorite basketball player, your favorite baseball player. You go, oh, man, you know what? Hey, hey, hey I'm going to use somebody that's retired. Kobe Bryant. Man, you know what? Kobe Bryant, guys, I, I can't believe you see that game last night. Man, that guy is in a slump. See, Kobe Bryant's in a slump. You're not going to say, hey, you know Dan Smith? <laughs> if there's a Dan Smith watching, forgive me. But you know Dan Smith? No, I don't know who Dan Smith Dan Smith. Dan Smith's in a slump. You're not going to say that, Ezra. You know why? Dan Smith sucks. Dan Smith ain't in a slump. Dan Smith just straight up sucks. Dan Smith can't play ball. He don't belong on the team, and you're not going to bring his name up. So only if you're worth bringing it up, man. Hey, you know John Smith? Yeah, John Smith. You know that killer salesperson? He's in a slump. So I got some good news for you. You're not in a slump unless you've done something that's, gonna, that, that's, that's great that people are going to notice that you're, you're in a slight slump right now. That's some good news. So let's talk about how to get out of or how to avoid altogether a slump, right? Let's talk about it. You got to be proactive. You got to be proactive, man. You can't be reactive. I think this, you can't be reactive or overreact if you're in a slump. You got to be proactive, which proactive means creating or controlling a situation by causing something to happen. See right here, creating or controlling a situation by causing something to happen rather than responding to it after it has happened. If you are reacting to something too late, if you're reacting, now listen, if you're in a slump, you've got to react to it. But if you want to avoid a slump, then you've got to be proactive. We're talking about slump here. All right, we're talking about sales slump here. All right, we're talking about being in a sales slump. If you are in a sales slump or you've been in a sales slump, then that's who I'm talking to. If you want to avoid it, why do you want to avoid it? Because it hurts. It doesn't feel good. You, you, you don't want to go to work when you're in a sales slump. You don't want to get up to bat when you're in a sales slump. You don't want to try when you're in a sales slump. Well, I've got good news. You've been here before. That's why you're in a slump. But I got bad news. The only way out is to work. The only way out is to do it. <clears throat> the secret to pulling out of a sales slump or avoiding it altogether is how you react when you're in one and how you proact when you're not. You get it? I'm going to say it again. The only way to pull out of a sales slump or to avoid one altogether is to react when you're in it or proact when you're not. Sales slumps are temporary. You have to realize that you're in a sales slump and if you have realized it or you, the realization that you're in a sales slump, often it comes too late. Do you get that? It comes too late. Working harder, by the way, is not a good substitute for working smarter. Sometimes when we're in sales slumps, instead of trying to figure out why we're in a sales slump, we just start creating activity and you start going from A to Z to B to D, go back to M, M and L O P. QRS, you start doing the ABCs, you start running around like a chicken with your head cut off. The bottom line is, it's not about working harder just for working. It's about working harder and smarter. It's about going out, man, and trying to figure out where you need to be and what you need to be doing. You need to focus. You need to focus. You need to find the center of where you need to be. Sometimes when we're in a sales slump, we become more aggressive and desperate 
which aggressive, aggressive is good. Desperation is not good, but we become aggressive or desperate at the wrong stages of the sales cycle. Do you hear me? You become desperate or aggressive. And you know what? Our current cust- customers, our, our, our current prospects, which are our future customers, will notice our frustration, desperation, and aggression. I'm going to tell you before we go to commercial, before we bring our first, or before we bring our guest on today, listen, are you in a slump? So, listen, Lou, can I borrow you for two seconds, man? I just got to, I got to do this physic. I got to do this visibly here. Lou's going to be my prop here for a second. This was unplanned, but Lou, Lou's the salesperson. Just put your imaginary phone up there, right? Mm-hmm. He's on the phone. He's prospecting. He, he's going through it, right? He's trying to stir up the deal. And here's what happens when you're in a slump. Here's what happens when a slump, a slump, man, you feed the slump. Stop feeding the slump. You got to dump the slump, right? You got to bump the slump. You, 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 you can't feed the slump. You're feeding the slump. How do you feed the slump? You feed it by talking about it. You feed it by, 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 by thinking about it. You feed it by acting on it. And the slump's over here while you're on the phone. The slump's like, man, you can't do that. Man, you can't get that deal. Man, you, 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 you listen, you're going to fail again. And you get that no. You get that no. You hang up the phone. And the slump goes, I told you so. See, it's, it's already granddaddy's slump right now. Right? It's granddaddy's slump. Listen. Thank you, Lou. Listen, if you want to avoid it, you got to catch it when it's, when it's a slump bump. <laughs> you like that? you got to catch it when it's just a slump bump. You know what I'm talking about? You just got like a little bump over here. It hurts a little bit. It's tender to the touch. You look at it and you go, what is that? And, you, and your, your sales coach or your wife, your husband, somebody around you that tells you the truth looks at you and says, that's a slump bump. You better put some lotion on that thing. You better, put some, you better put something on that, man. You need some compound D or whatever it is that takes a wart off. You got to get rid of the slump bump. Listen to me. If you got a slump bump, don't let, you, don't let that grow into a slump tumor and grow into to a, to a, to a, to a slump head. Come here, Luke. Come one more time. One more time before we go. I, I got to do this real quick. Don't you let that. Put your head right on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Duck behind me like, no, no, behind me like you. No, you can't see your body. You can't see your body, Lou. I know it's going to be hard. Well, come over from the side. Like your head's going to come up. You know what I'm talking about? All of a sudden, that slump bump's like, hey, you can't. Whoa, where did that come from? It's a slump head growing up on your shoulder. Don't let the slump bump turn into a slump head and then eventually turn into a fully grown walking slump man or woman next to you. You hear what I'm saying? I'm speaking to somebody today. Listen, man. Hey, you could be in a slump. If you want to, I don't want to ever, ever go to Slumpville again. I'll be right back, man. We're going to bring Garrett Luttrell on, the daily closer, in just a minute. I have- All right, guys, we're back. I'm Dave Villa. This is Game Changer Salescast. It's Monday, January 16th. Thank you for listening, and we're going to jump right into our guest today. I am happy and thrilled to have Garrett Luttrell, Luttrell the Internet Sales Manager at Bomberito Ford. He's an author, and he is the daily closer. What's up, Garrett, man? Thanks for joining me today. How you doing, buddy? David, I'm getting better every day, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Hey, I want to jump right in. I know you're on the uh, on the blacktop there at the dealership, so I'm going to jump right in, man, to our subject today. And uh, we make it. We pride ourselves in not discussing really any subjects with our guests. We just bring them on and we talk about sales. So I know that you're you're the kind of guy that's just going to flow with that. We're talking about slumps, man. We're talking about how to avoid a slump, how to get out of a slump, and. Um, I want to ask you, man, in your opinion, you've been in sales, you've been in sales management, you've seen both from when you were selling yourself and, of course, those you're managing, you've seen your share of people who have gotten into a sales slump. Let me ask you a question. Do you think a sales slump just happens that we just stumble into it, man? Or if we retrace our steps, is it something that we should have 
watched or seen coming from from a distance. What's your opinion on that? Absolutely. Now, I absolutely think it's not something that just happens. I don't think anything just happens. I actually believe truly that everything starts with on a on a micro and macro scale the road to the sale. Mm-hmm. So, if you think about a slump as being a loss, a breakdown of process and attitude within yourself and how you're approaching your sales process, it comes back down to the first step in the road to the sale with anybody, which is attitude, according to Grant Cardone's 13-step sales process. I truly believe in that. Mm -hmm. So I I think at some point in time, how a slump occurs is you start skipping steps within the sales process, and and sometimes that step that you skip is the attitude step before you actually go and and greet up on the ladder, take the, the internet lead, or take that phone call. If you don't get your own mind right first at the beginning of the day, at the beginning of a sales process, it may work for, you know, you, you may stumble through the sale, you may not. It may, but either way, it creates a customer interaction that is broken down. Mm-hmm. And eventually, we, we, occur, we just keep on having these broken down sales processes. And then, a, and then we look back and we're like, oh, I'm in a slump. And we call that a slump. Right. So it's a breakdown of sales process as far as from what I've seen. It's interesting. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And it's interesting the two two of the first points that I had down here to kind of ask you about um, to get out of a slump or to avoid it altogether. Because, you know, I, I know, Garrett, you're a professional. You've been doing this a while. And in the monologue, in the opening monologue, I mentioned, you know, I don't like to get into them. I don't get into sales slumps. It doesn't mean I don't have a bad day or even a bad week. But I, 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 I don't let myself get into a slump because I make adjustments along the way. And the main reason and if you're watching out there today, the reason we all hate slumps is because they hurt. And so strategies to get out of a sales slump, if you happen to be in, or to avoid it, I put down first, Garrett, to regain your focus. And, you know, one of the things I've seen over the years, and I want to ask you about this, I've watched countless hundreds of salespeople, including myself early on. You know, when we're in a slump, we begin to just create activity in, in, in endless activity going from A to Z and in, in, in not in that order. And then we, we don't focus on some of the basic things that are in front of us because we become desperate or frustrated rather than focusing on the basics that, that, that we stop focusing on to get us there that are going to be able to get us back out. And then in the second point, and you kind of touched on both of these, and I want to let you elaborate, is to reevaluate our activity level. You know, what are we doing? How many, you know, prospecting calls am I making? You know, what do I have planned today? And that's the key word, planned. How am I managing my time, et cetera? You know, touch on these a little bit as re- with regard to uh, our, our, you know, getting out of or avoiding a slump. Absolutely. So obviously the easiest way is to just avoid it altogether. So if a slump occurs because you start breaking down the sales process and you're not monitoring your activities, you're actually making activity, not movement, within, within your, your day. The easiest way to avoid it or to regain or to get out of it is to start journaling and, and really documenting everything you're doing because that allows you to, to have perspective on what you're actually doing throughout your day. That way you're not just assuming you're making progress and really you're just engaging in activities, not movement towards your goals and towards the sales process, making impacts on people's lives and selling product. So the, 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 the biggest way I've done it and that I always, I mean, I have a, a big old journal and log and I have my things broken down. I have daily logs. I have monthly logs. I have just a straight journal section goals to have a log to hold yourself accountable as the day goes out and as the month goes out is the best way, and a lot of times whenever you get into the slump, and I've done this too, and it seems the only times I've ever, ever fallen into something remotely close to a slump was whenever I got busy just, you know, going with the flow of activities, and maybe there was a breakdown in process, 
And and I, I notice whenever I look back on those times, which I don't usually let them happen, but I notice whenever I look back on those times, I'll, I'll notice a lack of logs mm. that I kept for myself. And it's always the times whenever I'm not monitoring my actions throughout the day that a slump could possibly occur. And I think that's the case with just about anybody in a, in a sales-related position because it keeps you focused towards movement and not just activity. I love that. I wrote some things down here. I, I totally agree with that. Here's the thing. I want to speak to our listeners here for a second. If you hear Garrett you know, Luttrell, and, and I love it, Garrett, and I'm with you on that, man. And I think that I told the guys early on in the monologue that you don't have to get into a slump again. And, and again, you know, somebody would throw right at you and go, well, wait a second, are you saying there's no such thing as a bad day, a bad week, even a bad month? No. What I'm telling you is this, going to getting into Slumpville, right, which is a place I've been before and I don't never want to go back, is different than having a bad day, week, or month. So I wrote down something. The word journal, logging, I like this, lack of logging and not monitoring. But you know what, Garrett, what you just said, and I think I want to really point out to our listeners, is it takes work. It takes accountability. It takes caring. And, and you know what, not everybody's willing, and that might be the secret sauce right there. Not everyone is willing to take a simple diary, a journal, and log what is it that I'm doing and then reflect on that. And that's a big deal, isn't it? It's a huge deal, and it's something I've lived by since I got into the car business specifically, and I, and I forget what prompted it. I've always been a writer, though, so it was probably just natural. So and I think that was an advantage I had early on is I'm just comfortable writing, and some people aren't comfortable arranging their thoughts onto paper, but it, 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 it gives you a focus whenever you put something down to pen. I still use a pen and paper. I don't like typing even though I'm, you know, as far as the logs go. But it, it gives you, it makes it real, and it makes it, you're able to track it, and you're able to hold yourself accountable. So, and I believe that a lot of people, they don't put the, the care or the, the effort into it, and that's why they fall into the slump. So a slump also is caused by lack of care to do the things that, like that necessary to keep yourself out of one and keep yourself on task. Absolutely. May it bring something else up. We talked about uh, regarding a slump in the monologue, too. And, uh, you know, I, we were talking earlier about the fact that, you know, let's look at sports figures. When you think of the word slump, a lot of times the average, you know, human doesn't think sales. They think of, uh, you know, sports, you know, because performance. Uh, yeah. Performance. So let's look at sports, baseball, basketball, football, what have you. When you and I talk about a player being in a slump, here's the thing I think that everybody needs to realize that player has to be good. They have to be great because never do you or I ever talk about someone in a slump that's not good or great. If they're not good or great, they're not in a slump. It's expected. They just suck or they're not good enough. But if that's they're just in their a, average, that's right. Baseline, yeah. So, so looking at that for a second, um, you know, they had to have some sort of success. So let's talk to the people that are listening that may find themselves in a slump or never want to get there again. And let's look at another uh, avenue that I think is important in, in, in avoiding a slump or, uh, getting out of or pulling yourself out of it. And that is being resourceful. You know, ask myself, what is it that made my sales grow before? You know, what clever activities, you know, did I perform? How tenacious was I? You know, what did I do to illustrate my creativity? What value added actions did I perform originally that I am not doing now that I've let slip? So it's kind of like re reevaluating the, the, the areas of, of, of my resource. You know, what am I doing or not doing that I did or didn't do before. How important is that in your opinion? It's absolutely important. I think actually the ability to be resourceful is more important than the resources you currently have on hand. Mm. So the resources you have on hand are always going to be a byproduct of the resourcefulness you showed in the past. So anytime your resourcefulness, 
you know, falters or wavers, your resources after the fact will show up as such. So, you know, are you still posting on Craigslist? Are you still posting the same amount of engaging material on Facebook to engage with your previous customers? Are you asking every time at close for future business from people? Are you searching for referrals, especially in sales where referrals and repeats are so hugely important? A lot of times I think slumps occur because you have some success, where especially when we're talking about people who are good or great who have a lot of success, it can be easy to get comfortable at that at that stage and, and forget a few steps that got you there. So I, I, that can create a that can create a slump. So going back and analyzing the resourcefulness you're utilizing on a daily basis is absolutely important. And and once again, with logging, that gives you the ability to see what you're doing and not just leave it up to your own mind to remember along the way because it's down on paper. You can see what resourcefulness you're utilizing. Love it. I, I love that. So so as we're, as we're winding down here, I'm going to give you the last word, but, you know, let's look at it from a standpoint of um, creating a win. You know, creating a win. You have – you, you know, you have someone that's in a slump. Let's take a baseball player. I was using this analogy in my sales meeting this morning with my guys. And I said, you know what, if I'm in a slump or if I'm trying to, you know, if I'm in a slump and, and I'm a baseball player, I mean, sometimes you, a bunt is what you need to get out of a slump. It may not be a home run. It, it may not be a triple, a double. It may be a single. It may be a base hit. It may be a bunt. And I went as far as to say, look, if I can't bunt the ball, I might have to step in front of the pitch and get hit just to get on base so that I can become a runner instead of somebody who's not in the game at all. How important is that, man? Let's look at that maybe and then give your, uh, you know, your closing remarks on how important is it for Garrett Luttrell to get a win, you know, just to get a win? It's absolutely important. Just make movement. Mm. Forward movement and activity. If you're holding yourself accountable, make movement. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. If you can't crawl, then God bless you. Roll. Drag, drag me. Pay someone to drag you. <laughs> yeah, utilize your source for list, pay somebody to drag you, get movement, and then and track that movement. Make movement, track the movement, don't make useless activities a habit, and just keep moving forward and make a win out of every day. And not, not just that, but track your wins. Sometimes it's easy not to, to forget about the, the, the wins that we have, and, and we forget the, the reasons why we won in the first place. Track your wins, even the small ones. Nice. Well, I took a lot of things out of this, man. Track your wins. I love that. I love the fact that, you know what, create movement. You know, if you can't if you run, if you can't run, walk, crawl, you know, pay someone to drag pay you. Pay someone to drag you. <laughs> Journaling, logging, man, and monitoring your logs. You know what, I, I, as I was going through the, uh, you know, uh, your resources and looking through to find out, you know, what I did and to make my sales grow and so on and so forth, I don't think you can really do that if you don't journal, if you don't log it down. So they all tie together. You've heard it from the it Daily is. Closer, ladies and gentlemen. Follow him on Twitter, at Daily Closer. Garrett, you're on Facebook, and it's just Garrett uh, with two R's and two T's, and then Latrell with two T's and two L's, correct? Double everything, man. Double everything, man. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. I'd love to have you on Auto Dealer Live. I've never had the privilege of, of speaking to you like this. Uh, sharp, sharp guy, man. I really do appreciate you taking time uh, to come on our show today. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity to be here, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, you heard it there, guys. Garrett Luttrell, what an awesome guy. I felt his energy. Love, love the feedback. If you didn't get anything out of this, you know, somebody, my dad used to, or or somebody told me, I can't remember if it was my dad, it must not have been my dad, but someone used to tell me, might have been my grandfather on my mom's side, he was in heaven today. He said, if that don't stir your soul, then your spoon has fallen out of your bowl. You like that? (laughs) Come on, man. If that don't stir your soul, your spoon has fallen out of your bowl. 
if that don't, if that don't fire you up, your wood's wet. <laughs> your wood's wet, man. Get some dry wood. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about it for a second. So we got a couple of minutes here to wrap up. If you'd like to be on Game Changer Salescast, we are officially booked out, I think, with a couple weeks to spare on a couple of different dates through May. We have got some great people coming on. Go to our Twitter handle up there, right there, at Game Changer underscore TV, and uh, you can find out who's going to be on. Follow us there on Twitter. Share this. Um, And uh, we'd like to get some Twitter chatting going on live during the show as well. Um, We've got upcoming shows. January 23rd, we have Eddie Martin coming on next week. Incredible, incredible guy. We have the Godfather of Sales coming on in two weeks from today, January 30th. The one and only Grant Cardone is coming on. Game Changer Salescast. We have Becky Farias, who's coming on February 6th. She is in the top, listen to this, guys, top 1% in the nation in timeshare sales. Listen, it is hard to sell one of those suckers. She's in the top 1% in the United States of America. Becky's going to be on with us. We've got great shows coming on week after week. You don't want to miss them, and we'd love to have you as part of that. Reach out to our crew here. What do you think? Give us your feedback. I don't care if it's bad. I don't care if it's good. Hey, I can handle it. I'm a big boy. And uh, all my, my goal is to help you sell and help you increase. Hey, listen, let's bump the slump, right? Let's bump the slump. Let's bump the slump bump. <laughs> you like that? Flick the sales bump, man, off your shoulder. Evict that sucker from your house because he hasn't paid rent and he doesn't belong there. Have you said these things? I've tried everything and I can't even give it away this month. Have you said I haven't made a sale in so long I forgot how to do it? Have you said I haven't closed a deal in X amount of weeks? Have you said the last great demo week or the last great week of presentations or appointments I had was in the beginning of December or it was in the end of November or was it last week or the week before? If you've said these things, that they've rolled off your lips a time or two, then you could just be in a slump. Don't stay in it. There's only one way out. You got to climb. I'm going to give you some quick things really quick to do. All right. You know, I'm a believer. Those of you that follow me, I'm a Christian. So I'm going to give you my two cents. I'm going to tell you a couple of things you need to do to get out of a slump. If you're in a sales slump, they can devastate your sales confidence. Instead of evaluating the situation objectively, if we have our sales confidence crushed, we tend to let let it affect us emotionally. What I'm saying is a sales slump begets a sales slump begets a sales slump it digs you digger digs you deeper and deeper into it to recover your confidence read number one for me i read the word of god i read the word of god number two read a book an article a blog on sales 90 percent of salespeople don't read would you go to a surgeon that's never read a manual or went to school for operating would you go to an attorney to get you out of a mess that didn't go to law school that's never passed the bar Would you go and take advice from that person? So why in the world do you think as a salesperson you can do anything without reading anything? I get it. You don't like to read. Any salesperson that tells you they enjoy reading is lying to you. They do it and they enjoy the fruit of it. But we have ADD for the most part. We don't like reading in long periods of time. So then you know what? Chop that book up into pieces, man. Read something every day. Number three, talk positive. What are you saying? The power of life and death's in the tongue. Are you saying, man, I suck, I had a bad week? Are you saying, man, this ain't working for me, maybe I need to find a new job? Maybe you do. Maybe you need to get out of sales altogether, go grab a shovel and dig a ditch. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you, it starts with talking positive. Say something positive. I don't mean if you're sick, say I'm not sick. That's stupid. 
I'm talking about, hey, if I'm sick, you know what? I can get better if I practice these measures. Talk positive. Remember, you become as you believe. I'm Dave Villa, and this is where we dump and bump the slump today, right? Have a good week. See you next week.